Hey y'all, what's up? <laughs> it is your anchor Q Kwani, so I'm gonna jump right into today's podcast. First, I want to say thank you to everyone that has um decided to press the play button. That means so much to me. And um obviously that means that you believe in this podcast and you know that you're here to hear something from the Lord. I just want to say um congratulations on taking the time to get some type of devotion or encouragement in your life. That means that you care about yourself. So let's jump right into it. Um, I'm sorry that my voice is a little hoarse. I did a lot of singing this weekend at different events. And um, my body tired, (laughs) y'all. I'm tired. Your girl is tired, but I shall still do what the Lord is requiring of me in this season. And just because my voice is not 100% does not mean that God's um, intentional ways cannot go forth. Excuse me. So um, today I wanted to talk. This might be, I don't know. I think I have maybe probably one more um, episode to um, conclude and close out the series on rejection I didn't want to stay on it for too long um, because there's so many areas that you can touch on and everything like that. But I do feel a shifting um, happening with this. Um, So um, today I wanted to talk about something that I experienced myself and I want to say is experiencing now is that time. You have to give yourself time to heal from rejection. Um, rejection is not something that you take one pill and it's gone away and you don't ever have to deal with the residue. Um, rejection carries residue. I'm going to say that again. Rejection carries on residue. So you have to be intentional to um, face rejection head on because the more you bury it and the more that you, um, how can I say this? The more that you ignore the signs of what kind of um, effects that it has in your life, the more it stays in you, okay? And the more that it affects who you are and who you can grow into being. So um, to, to be able to heal from rejection and to get clarity, listen, listen, this is something that I learned. Rejection sometimes causes confusion. It causes you to ask why. It causes you to ask, um, what did I do? What did they do? What? Why, why don't things um, seem to happen for me? It, it causes you to doubt. And in time, in time, clarity of rejection will happen. I want you to understand that. I'm sorry, I had to take a, um, a sip of my tea. But yes, in time, rejection will become clear to you on why it happened, when it happened, where it happened, and who did it, okay? Time does um, help you get clarity on it. In order to heal from rejection, because it is a deep-rooted thing, um, you must fast and pray i say that again you must fast and pray 
Um, Mark 9 and 28 says, Afterwards, when Jesus was alone in the house of the, with the disciples, they asked him a question. They said, why couldn't we cast out evil spirits? Jesus replied to them and said that these kind of spirits are to be cast out only in fasting and prayer. So some things that are deep rooted, that are uh, connected to other spirits, it has to come off of you in a spiritual dimension, which means you have to um, die down to your flesh and allow God's spirit to heal you. You have to be intentional about the things that you say out of your mouth. Um, especially in this season that it is the decade of the mouth. You have to be intentional and you have to be careful about what you say out of your mouth. You must forgive, okay? You must forgive in order to overcome and face rejection. You must forgive. You also must be teachable. A lot of people don't realize that in order to, to face and to get over rejection, you must be teachable. You must readjust your old ways and behaviors. Get under your pastor or a godly counselor or a therapist, whatever you need to do. And you need to go um, and talk to them, be open to them. So you may get rid of, of old ways and behaviors that you may have developed due to rejection. Listen, it's um, going to see your pastor and a counselor. It's almost like when you're sick and you go to see a doctor, right? The doctor has to get down to, they're gonna ask you questions. They're gonna, they're gonna ask you what you've been experiencing. How long have you been experiencing these symptoms? The doctor asks you questions in order to get to the root of the sickness. And so you have to get to the root of your rejection so that your counselor, your therapist, or your pastor can diagnose you like the doctors will, and they are able to apply the word of God or advice or um, great counsel to you to help you get over these things that you have developed, these symptoms that you have got from rejection. Then we must we must forget. This is a big one. We must forget. A lot of people say this saying, um, I can forgive, but I never forget. Let me tell you something. I used to think like that until I realized that if you don't ask God to take some things out of your memory, the enemy will love to replay what happened to keep you in, in hurtful events. He will replay the radio over and over as much as he can because the enemy likes to play with your mind. And if he can keep repeating these hurtful things that happen to you, this rejectful um, events that happen to you, he's going to keep you in the same place. In order to heal and get clarity from rejection, we must repent. For anything that we have done out of the will of God and also forgive ourselves. I was just talking about forgive and forgetting. We must forgive ourselves for being, because we were different people at the time of the rejection. 
we, one thing I do know, rejection helps you grow. I'm gonna repeat that. One thing I do know is that rejection helps you grow because it helps you evaluate situations. It helps you evaluate yourself. But you must forgive the person that you were. You must forgive the things that you have done. You must forgive the people who have done something to you. We must reconcile, which means we must restore broken relationships. Simply accept people and individuals for who they were to you, who they are to you. And you must, you must reconcile any ill feelings. Take away every ill feeling. And you must, this is what I understand. Every reconciliation does not mean that you have to reconnect. People think reconciliation means reconnect. It doesn't. It means that when you go to an individual, you say what you need to say. They say what they need to say. You can agree to disagree, but you can have mutual respect for that person without, I repeat, without any ill feelings. Listen, you can, you, I can say you did this, you did ABC. They can say you did XYZ. We can disagree to di uh, agree and then come to a conclusion and say, you know what? But that's just who you are. You may never change. You may never see it the way that I see it, but that is who you are. And because I know after having a conversation with you and trying to reconcile with you and understanding that you don't get it, you don't see it and you probably would never get my point of view. So with that being said, I accept you for who you are. And I don't and I forgive you and I'm going to forget about it and I'm going to keep growing in my life and to understand that I don't have any ill feelings for you. Because I understand at this point you don't have the capacity to understand my heart. You don't have the capacity to understand what you did. You don't have the capacity to understand my actions towards you now. The fact that I used to be close to you, the fact that I used to tell you everything and the shift that happened in my life, you don't understand that. Why? Because you don't get it. You don't have the capacity to understand it. So with that being said, it's not that I feel different towards you. It's not that, you know, um, people have to understand. It's not that I hate you. It's not that I No, I just understand that it's no reconnections there. There's no meaningful for any, any reconnections. I just accept you for who you are. And God bless you. God bless you. Next, we must be um, intentional about getting stabilized in God's love. Be secure in God's love for you. Earlier um, last year, I actually went to seek God and I wanted to learn more about agape love and different forms of love. There are, I don't even know if I made that episode yet, but I probably should. There are different types of love. There, there are loves that are like for friendships. There are loves for family. There are love for God. There are loves for your brothers and sisters to Christ. There are different forms of love. And when you start to understand agape love, a love that's from God, you will look at people and things differently. <clears throat> you will look at people and things differently once you understand God's love. I promise you that. I promise you that. Then we must get stabilized after we figure out God's love for us. We must get stabilized in human's love and understand that there is a difference between God's love and human's love. There is a big difference. Trust in God's love is the foundation 
right? Finding out God's love for you. That is the foundation because it provides you with courage to risk, risk human relationship love. That's, that's less love. You have to remember that human love is capable of failing you. <laughs> People are not perfect. Humans are not perfect. If we were, we would not need God. We must understand that humans have the ability and they are capable of dropping you. We cannot put too much, um, too much on humans, expectations on humans because I love you. That you can't hurt me because I love you. That things will not go wrong. Take that off for them. They're not God. They're not God. Then once we understand humans love, ready to take the risk of human's love then we must get delivered and get salvation through Jesus Christ we must move into deliverance see deliverance is the way to inner healing okay deliverance is inner healing and after you maintain this inner healing and this deliverance we must continuously Fill our house. When I say that, fill our house, we must be intentional about feeding ourselves the word of God, spending time in his presence, doing daily devotions. Because we have to, remember I told you rejection carries residue and it won't take it during time. You have to, you have to literally feed your mind with the word of God. You have to evict any unwanted people and emotions out of your life continuously. You never stop doing that. Every single time they rise up, you must evict them and you must replace God's spirit. You must replace God's joy. You must remind yourself of the promises of God. Evaluate yourself always. This is something that I have to do quarterly, weekly, daily. Repent to God and I have to tell God, I put my emotions under subjection under the Holy Spirit because rejection is something else honey there are many 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 reactions and spirits that develop from rejection I'll give you some of them one of them is a perfectionism um, if a if a person believe if they can become perfect, no one will reject them. Right? They feel like if I never make a mistake, if I never make you mad, if I never people pleasers, if I never do anything bad, then people won't reject me. That's something that that is a that is a connection to rejection. Also, um, you can get a false compassion for a person especially when coming out of a relationship then that person dumped you or you you was dropped by that person you can find yourself in false compassions with somebody else because you want to feel accepted that's why it's good when you're um when you in, when you in a relationship and it's and it's caused by a breakup for somebody who has rejected your love you want to you want to uh what they call it, uh, detox yourself from that relationship and learn to love yourself again and get away from those feelings because if not, 
you will move on too fast and have these false compassions for somebody talk about you love them honey you ain't even get over the last relationship uh-uh learn to love yourself learn to understand what happened learn to sit down and evaluate what took place rejection can also cause material lust the absence of love leaves a big vacant in someone's life and they will find material things as substitute for love they will start buying all these lavish gifts cars all these different things thinking that that were replaced let me tell you materials do not satisfy material things do not satisfy your heart they do not love us godly love so stop seeking material things and start seeking the lord rejection can also cause a person to be in a sexual lust promiscuous like they will be very um like a person could believe that um, if they were robbed from deserved love or um, valuable love, they will have these temptations of sexual sin, which would deceive them in thinking that their love can only be met or gratified through a sexual appetite. Then we have rejection can also cause somebody to do self-promotion all the time, honey. Self-promotion, this is basically an ego trip. And somebody has been rejected over and over again. They got to pump themselves up 1,000, honey. I'm talking about building themselves up in their own way until they feel good about themselves. Pride puts you in trouble with God. I want to repeat this. Pride will put you in trouble with God. For the Bible says, anyone that exhausts himself, Anyone that exalt themselves, God is not pleased with them. Not like that. And when you do, and when you do that, it looks foolish, but you can't, you can't see it because you're operating under a spirit. I understand self-confidence. I understand telling people that you have accomplishments. But when you gotta do that all day, 24-7, every day, all day, um, reminding people about who you are. I don't, at this point, you're not trying to convince people. You're trying to convince yourself. At this point, you're not trying to convince people. You're trying to convince yourself to believe that you are exactly what you're saying you are. Moving along. In my own personal journey, um, healing from rejection, I found that there was power in praying and fasting. It helps speed up the healing process. I'm not going to lie to you. I promise you that it will speed up the healing process. It gets you much closer to God and you are able to hear his voice and instructions. To be honest, that's why I love fasting. That's why I love fasting because I feel like my spirit dies and my spirit man, my flesh dies. I mean, my flesh dies and my spirit man gets so much closer to God and I'm able to hear his instructions very clearly. It's almost amazing how clear my ear gets when I'm fasting. You deny yourself of your flesh and you feed yourself with the spirit and you literally can evaluate yourself under the presence of God. And he will strip you. He will literally come and strip you of hurt and pride and deceit in the middle of fasting and praying. And as time goes, 
in this in this time right of 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 of, of loving yourself and and taking the time to to evaluate yourself as time goes your rejection will reveal its purpose I want to re repeat that the rejection that had happened to you at the time it will re the rejection itself will reveal its purpose in your life you will be surprised that when it happened, when it first happened, you'll be like, why, 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 why? And then as time go back, you're going to say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. God, I thank you. That's why a lot of people say that rejection is protection. Once you give it to God, he will cause that what rejected you to show you people's true colors. It will show you every hidden agenda every lie, every blemish, every little act, God will reveal it to you after time. He will give you a spirit of gratitude for his covering, my God. He will give you a spirit of gratitude for his covering. It's gonna hurt at the beginning, y'all. But oh my God, as time go by, you will get a spirit of gratitude for his covering. Thank you, God, for covering me from that. Because my emotions and my heart at the time and my flesh could not see it. But you saved me. Oh, yes, you did. Oh, yes, you did. And not only that, Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29 and 11 tell us that his plans for us is great. Hopes on the future. You hear me? Because time will also reveal your strength. What would have killed you in your last season has elevated you. Your dependence in God will make sense. No longer on what rejected you, you will find out your strength came from what rejected you. Because what does not kill you, come on, y'all know the rest of this, will make you stronger. Time will also, listen, time after rejection will also reveal your weakness and your faults. You will see your error. Trust and believe. You will see your error. There is no perfect patties. Everybody, I, I know I ain't perfect. The great thing about that is God is going to do his will and turn something that was meant for your bad into your good. It would be for your good because the very thing that caused you pain is now going to cause you purpose. It will. Time will reveal that if you keep God first and keep your integrity, I repeat, keep your integrity it's not worth people doing things to you is not worth you messing up your noble character. I listen. Um, I think Lady Sarita Jake said you can never out trash somebody, but you can outclass somebody. Take that. You can never out trash them because when you out trash somebody, now you look trashy. Huh? But you show sure enough can outclass them. Oh, I go by that faithfully. You would never see Q Kwani going back and forth on Facebook with somebody. You would never see Q Kwani arguing back and forth with somebody. No, I'm not going to do that. For what, boo? 
For what? Now, let me tell you how I am, though. What you're not going to do is come at your mouth crazy at me, though. That's what, that's what you're not going to do. I don't have to yell to get my point across. I don't have to cuss you out to get my point across. I'm going to tell you what, what I mean. I'm going to tell you what I say. And it's going to be in the same tone. Because it ain't no need for me to raise my voice. It ain't no need. It's no need for that. It's no need to act trashy. It's no need to do all that extra rah, rah, rah for what? Because this is what I've come to realize. God will be your vindicator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't have to wish ill on anyone. Nope, nope. Keep doing what? The right thing. I want to see this again. Keep doing the right thing. And God will handle your every battle. Every battle. Make sure your heart is pure. Make sure you ain't carrying nothing, making people hostages in your heart. Don't have no hidden agendas because God going to see it all. Time will reveal your maturity. <laughs> Time will reveal your maturity. God will give you strength to love people who don't like you. I promise you that. I have experienced this. God will give you the, the maturity to have the strength to love people who do not like you. Who dropped you and did not take your heart seriously. People who used you for a gain peace in their own selfish motives. He will show you how to love them and to pour out a healthy well so they may drink from. Yeah, because the same people that hurt you sometimes go have to come to you and drink from your well. And in order for to drink from your well and get something from God, it has to be a healthy well. That's why you have to be healed. So when you are healed, even the one who hurt you will be in your prayers. Sincerely. Even the people who hurt you and rejected you, you will pray for them. That is maturity. Even people that betrayed you and stabbed you in your back, you are able to now and look at them and say, I see the spirits that you are fighting. I see that there's deeper issues in you for you to do what you did to me. So therefore, I'm going to pray for you. But therefore, I'm going to get on my knees and I'm going to fast for you. But therefore, I'm not going, listen, I'm going to tell you what it is. But I'm not gonna hate you. I'm not gonna because it's what what good does that do for your spirit? What what good does that do for you? It does nothing to hate people, it does nothing to have ill feelings for people. No, I'm gonna pray for you, boo-boo, because you're struggling. Anytime somebody do something that hurts your feelings to the core, and you know for a fact that you did nothing to this person, they got they got deeper issues going on. So they need your prayers, they don't need your hate, they need your prayers, they don't need your attitude. They need your prayers. They need your smile. They don't need all that extra because they don't even understand why they doing it to you. Nine times out of 10, people who do something to you and they have no reason to do it. Nine times out of 10, they don't even know why they doing it to you. It's a spirit. People will hate you and have no clue why they hate you. It's something deeper going on in them. Time will allow you to accept the outcome of the rejection. I'm going to repeat that because my voice cracking. Listen, time will allow you to accept the outcome. Rather, the outcome was favorable or not. 
Peace will be your portion because no matter if you know the truth or not on the why, your heart will be free. And that is more important. The narrative does not matter anymore. I repeat, the narrative does not matter anymore. Don't you hold on to the ending of the story. Just create a new chapter. Just create a new chapter. Don't you hold on to the ending of that story. It's time to change the page. You better create a new chapter in your life and refuse to hold people hostage in your heart. It does not matter if the outcome was favorable or not for you. Time will allow you to accept the outcome. Yes, God, this is what I've learned. That's how you know you got over it. That's how you know you got maturity. That's how you know that God is healing you when you really don't care about the outcome. I know you did what you did. You might not even know that I know all the things that you did what you did. Yes. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, that narrative don't even matter because what I chose to do is create a new chapter. And the chapter that I created, oh baby, oh baby, this chapter here, God is writing this chapter. I'm allowing God to write the chapter for me. I'm allowing God to finish the story. I'm allowing God to finish the story. Move on. Heal. Understand that rejection is a silent killer. Because once somebody has been rejected multiple times, they have not dealt with it. Has not did the inner work, the deliverance, the inner work, the inner healing. If they have not did that after being rejected over and over and over again, it, did, it puts hatred in your heart. After hatred, you can become a murderer with your mouth on people. You would notice that you are speaking doom to people. You are doing witchcraft without knowing it. You're speaking ill on people. You angry, you mad. You talk about their family. You talk about their churches. You talk about who they is. You, you wondering why they on your mind 24-7. It has become something that is very like demonic because you chose not to deal with the issue at hand. It's important for people to deal with that. It's important for people to heal. It's important for people to heal. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, I don't think I'm wrapping it up just yet. But I may have maybe one or two more episodes on the series of rejection. I hope that you were blessed by this episode. I am so sorry that my voice is out. I hope that I ain't get on your nerves with it. <laughs> I love y'all. And y'all have a wonderful week. Bye.